We can't have these devices that are actually here to make our lives better be one of the reasons why we don't have the wellness, the health, the happiness, fulfillment and joy that we can have. Welcome to the Lifecraft Podcast, the place you can tune into on those days when you feel like you missed the class on how life works. Think of this as your library for life, where you get to learn from others, grow, and actually enjoy your expansion. So grab those headphones or a cup of coffee, hit the subscribe button, and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the Lifecraft Podcast. My name is Melissa Lane and I will be your host today. Today is another solo episode, but it's gonna be a good one. Today we're looking at digital detoxing. Oh my goodness, how can we even do that in today's digital age? Well, I'm going to tell you about why you might need to do it, what it entails, and a couple of things that you can actually do. So these past couple of weeks, I've really had trouble um, where I live with the load shedding as most of us South Africans do and then the signal bugging out and it just really gave me a chance to disconnect from my technology way more than I usually did and I see so many more benefits. So I got the inspiration for this episode because a couple of weeks ago one of the sweetest people I know, I absolutely love her, she writes for Women's Health magazine in South Africa, asked me to weigh in on an article that she was getting ready and you can find that article down below in the show notes. I really encourage you to go and read it. It's got such a great perspective on digital detoxes and I thought too many of us really skip over this. We are completely consumed by our devices. We really are dependent on a lot of them. And even just taking a break might seem like crazy for you. And you might not know where to start either. So that's where I come in. I'm going to tell you about what exactly a digital detox is, what it can entail, how to know when you might need it, which is quite funny. And then a couple of things you can actually do. So this is the podcast that you have to take action on. Seriously, please. Your health and wellness depends on it because we are all in need of a digital detox. So as I said earlier, it's really hard to imagine life without our devices today. We use them to stay connected to the world around us. We use them for entertainment, hashtag TikTok and the cat videos. And it really keeps most of us informed. We've even moved on to digital print, um, digital magazines, etc., etc. So we really are looking at screens for long, long, long periods of time. And then when we want to relax, we might come home and then we just put on another device and just stare at a screen for even longer hours. So I want to encourage you to recharge your mind, body, and spirit, and to find a bit of balance between you and technology. Try a digital detox. It's an intentional practice that involves taking a break from technology to recharge, and recharge in a way that only you can do when there is silence or you're in mama nature or whatever. So I'm going to get into that in just a bit. So a digital detox is a period of time where you intentionally disconnect from technology, including phones, laptops, tablets, social media. Yes, that means a quick WhatsApp too, which is kind of tough, but put that baby off. 
It really makes a big difference. The idea is to take a break from the constant stream of information and stimulation that comes with being connected all the time. We really are super connected all the time. People can reach us at any moment in time and it can lead to us being overwhelmed. I can't remember who it was that I heard this from, but it's like we have mental bandwidth. And when our mental bandwidth is overloaded by the end of the day, there isn't any more. And we start feeling overwhelmed, getting burnout, um, having high anxiety and stress. And we already have that. I mean, life at this moment can look a little bit crazy. There are so many happenings in the world that we can't have these devices that are actually here to make our lives better be one of the reasons why we don't have the wellness, the health, the happiness, fulfillment, and joy that we can have. So I want to get into what a digital detox is and what does it entail. So a digital detox can vary in length depending on your preferences and needs. It can be from a couple of hours to a couple of days. You can work up to that. I know the first time I did a digital detox, I really like got anxiety because my phone was with me and I started realizing how many times I would just check my phone for the sake of checking my phone. I didn't even get a notification, but I would just put the screen on to see if there's something. Same with social media. I just go onto social media without even having there be a notification or a need and I just scroll through it. So there's nothing wrong with that, but it is quite strange behavior. And look, I love my device. I love all of my devices. I love digital and technology and all those things making my life better. But we need to take an opportunity to switch off our phones and laptops and just enjoy a moment without a screen in front of us. I really just started with a couple of hours and then I worked my way up to my first day without technology. I was not prepared and I didn't know what to do with myself. And that's not so great for me. It doesn't bode well for me. But It only took a couple of hours before I realized I started tidying the house because I wanted to. I made myself a really decent breakfast and I went outside to go and sit on the stoop and have it. I read more. I just sat outside in the garden a bit more. I started coloring and then I thought, why don't I paint anymore? And I started getting paint supplies again and it became a little ritual. So people in my life, my clients and people who work with me know on um, at least one day in a week, I'm barely on any of my devices and you cannot reach me. I am offline. I am off from screens and I really just want to not look at a screen, not have that constant stream of information coming in because I think we still look at our lives in the digital age as time being the commodity that is the most precious. But I would say your attention is one of the most precious commodities that you have. Yes, time is important and you can't get it back, but it's your attention to any given situation that actually brings you into that timeline. And everything is vying for our attention. Big corporations are vying for our attention. Our family is vying for our attention. These influences are vying for our attention. People who want to sell you stuff vying for your attention all the time. And and they use these digital devices, this technology, to get your attention, to keep you hooked. Because we really get put in a trance when we're on these social media apps, when we are consumed with the emails, when we are checking our phones, whether there are notifications or not. 
And these things are putting us into a trance. And is that the trance that you want to be in? Or do you need to be transformed? What are some of the warning signs that a digital detox might be necessary? From a holistic wellness perspective, these are a couple of things you can look at. This is absolutely just my viewpoint on it. Um, as a health and wellness coach that looks at you in a holistic way, this is not prescribing this at all to fix any ailments. Please just check the show notes to see that you always need to go consult a medical professional, your medical professional that knows your history, knows your body, knows your mental health before you make any sudden changes to your life. But I wanted to share these with you as inspiration. So if you are feeling constantly overwhelmed, you feel like you can never switch off, are constantly checking your phone or emails, even when there aren't notifications buzzing, remember that, and you're feeling overwhelmed by the amount of information you're consuming, it might be time for a digital detox. If you're having trouble sleeping, that's the second one. If you find yourself scrolling endlessly through social media or working on your computer till late in the night and then struggling to fall asleep because of all that blue light and simulation, it's a sign that you need to take a break from screens and let your mind and body wind down for the night's rest. Another one, the third one is, if you have any aches and pains, spending long amounts of time in front of a screen can cause eye strain, tension headaches, I've gotten those, neck and back pain, gotten those, and other physical symptoms. If you're like me and you're sitting in front of a laptop or a screen for most of your day, you need to have periods of time where you just take an intentional break. The fourth one is you feel disconnected from yourself and others. This is a big one. If you find that your relationship with loved ones are suffering because you're always glued to your phone or computer and you're kind of living in that world more than you're living in this one, it's a sign that you need to take a step back and reconnect with the people around you. Or you might perhaps feel disconnected from yourself and like you cannot spend a moment alone in your own company. That is not healthy. It may be time to get a little bit more reacquainted with yourself again. I know a lot of people who cannot imagine a moment alone at home with themselves without any stimulation or doing anything. And then the fifth one is if you feel like you're missing out on aspects of life. If you find yourself spending more time online or watching other people live life rather than creating and experiencing your own, it's a sign that you need to intentionally disconnect for a while and re-engage with the present moment, with the here and now. So what are a couple of benefits to taking a digital detox? Got to give you the benefits before we get into the actions, right? An increased sense of self-awareness. We all need that. Self-awareness is one of the keys to this reality. One of the most dangerous aspects of constantly being connected to something is losing one's connection to yourself. Many of us find it quite challenging to tap into our intuition. And I've been talking to my clients a lot about this. What is intuition? How do you hear it? Because it helps you so much when it comes to your own healing journey. And a lot of times we lose connection to our intuition because we're always connected to something else. By intentionally taking a break from technology, you start to create an opportunity to tune back into your inner wisdom, your body's cues, your own thoughts, your increasing self-awareness, and you're improving your emotional well-being too. And we kind of need that because all of life is 
relationships. So we need that emotional well-being and emotional IQ. Hi, honey. But I want you to remember where your focus goes is where your energy flows. If you continually focus and giving attention to the things that you see on your device, the influences, the Netflix, the whatever, then you aren't really giving that attention to your intuitive power. So you feel disconnected from yourself and eventually you'll start feeling disconnected from this life. The second thing is improved mental health. Constantly being connected to social media and tech can lead to feelings of anxiety, stress and depression, even in the healthiest human beings. There are so many studies Go and Google them. By taking a break, you give your brain a chance to rest and recharge. You can stop comparing yourself to people online, which is a great one. That'll give you less anxiety and you can actually start creating, which is so important for your mental health and well-being. And it feels like these devices and our technology can stop us from just creating and creating for the sake of creation. So we'll get into that in just a bit. But really creation and creating something new improves your mental health so much. The next thing is meaningful connections. When we're constantly checking our phones, we begin to miss out on the present moment, as I said earlier, and meaningful connections with people around us start to deteriorate. Remember this thing that I, I heard from Tony Robbins, which I always apply to my life. Things are either growing or they're dying. Your relationships are either growing or they're dying. There is no stagnancy in this world that we find ourselves in. So if you feel like your relationships are stagnant because you're spending so much time on your phone, so much time staring at a screen together, that's not connection. That's not connection. Watching Netflix at night, not connection. Sharing TikToks, although I do it as well, it's not connection. You need to actually connect to your friends and your family that are right in front of you, um, talking to them more, having real quality time, which is attention. That's why I say attention is one of your highest commodities. Attention, where you're placing your attention. So many of us are with people that we absolutely love and adore and we're thinking about the people that just went off on our phone or the email that we need to send tomorrow. Just being there in the present moment with them creates meaningful connections. A digital detox can give that to you. Another benefit of a digital detox is increased productivity. Fantastic. We love that. Constantly checking email, social media, and other notifications will distract you from being productive. So when you're working, I suggest at least putting your devices on silent so that you don't have that constant stream of notifications going off all the time. It will inhibit your productivity. And then the other one that we already mentioned is improved sleep because it really takes its toll on sleep. When you start doing digital detoxes, you'll see that you'll have improved sleep. So if you use technology right before bed, it really does interrupt sleep patterns. And I've done it and I do it. But it's really hard to fall asleep and stay asleep in that state. So I know if some of my clients would say, but I, I check the screen so that I can get drowsy and I watch the things on Netflix 
and I get drowsy, but the blue light combined with the stimulation of whatever you're watching, combined with the drama, or I know like TikTok is a fascinating beast because you can go from crying at a video of a lost cat to laughing at something someone said to learning something to um, crying again or feeling super emotional, angry at something in a matter of a minute or two. It's this constant stimulation that's really not great for your sleep and for your sleep quality. So you need to take a break for at least two to three hours before bedtime. So let's recap a little bit. You understand what a digital detox is. You understand that you might need one and that it can be as simple as just taking two or three hours off of your devices before you go to bed at night or taking a day where you just don't have that constant stream of notifications and you're not staring at a screen all day. What I want to add before we get into a couple of things that you can do while you are doing your digital detox that might inspire you to actually do it and allow you to have fun while you're doing uh, the digital detox. I really believe that we were made for this time. If you are on earth and you were born in this age, you were born for this age. And technology and our digital devices are such a blessing and a benefit to us. They can be our co-creators and the best assets that we have to create a bigger experience of life. But that's only if we remember that our humanness is what makes us beautiful. Our devices are there to help us create a better world, not to take over our world. And I'm not talking about the big world. I'm talking about your personal life. If we get to a place where we are grateful for them and we can find balance with them and we can use them to create more health, more wellness, and more of what we want to experience, we'll be able to have a beautiful experience here on earth with our technology. So I'm not against technology in any way. I'm not one of those people who's like never on her phone or never working in front of a laptop. Not at all. Love it. Want to find a really integrated way of living with it. And that's what a little digital detox does. Here are a few holistic wellness activities that you can do or just draw inspiration from when you're taking a digital detox. Number one, create. Create. It's great for your mental health. It's great for your wellness. It's an absolutely necessary thing on this earth. We need your art. We need you creating. We need whatever is inside of you to come out into this world. And just that simple act of creation is so powerful for your overall well-being. So how can that look like? Painting, drawing, writing, doing adult coloring, or try another creative pursuit that allows you to express yourself freely. I believe that something like makeup and making food, trying a new recipe, making all of your Pinterest dreams come true, that is creating things from nothing. But really get into a creative space. And a digital detox is a perfect, perfect excuse to do that. Second one is spend time in nature. Go for a walk, go for a hike, spend time in a park or a garden. Go to the beach, just simply sit outside and soak up the sun. You can put your SPF on, you can be under an umbrella, just be outside, take up gardening or just have a couple of pots outside with some herbs in them that you can tend to. But whatever you can do to just get outside a little bit more, 
it really makes such a big difference to your overall well-being. The third one and one of my favorite ones is when you're doing a digital detox, make music. Treat yourself to playing or taking the time to learn how to play a new instrument just for the freaking fun of it. So many of us just do things when we can get something out of it or make money from it or if we're the best at it, just do it for the freaking fun of it. Attend an in-person class or reconnect with an instrument you might have played when you were younger. And bonus points from me if you sing along, because I think singing is one of the healthiest things you can do. I want you to sing out loud when you're doing your digital detox, but really learn how to play an instrument, make music, make art, spend time in nature. These are just three things you can do while you're doing your digital detox. The fourth one is practicing something like yoga or meditation. These practices help promote mindfulness. They reduce stress. They improve overall well-being. The list goes on and on. And it's actually such an easy thing to do when you have a little bit of no-tech time. You can take the time to really just switch off all devices and be with yourself just being one with you, meditating, doing yoga, that you know the flow or get the book or whatever. Don't put a screen on and do yoga. You know the simple flows. You can do that or just do a meditation. A nice long meditation can be so, so beneficial when you're doing a digital detox. Next up, read a book that might seem like an obvious one, but I think a lot of us really need to just sit and read a book again. It's the perfect opportunity. Curl up with a good book. It's still one of my favorite things to do. And then try a new recipe. Oh, I love spending time in the kitchen. And I think a lot of your overall health of your body is created in the kitchen. If you make your own food, you have so much more connection to it. You you can infuse it with so many good things and you're in charge of the ingredients. And, and it's just a lovely way of not only connecting to the food you eat, which is so important, but connecting with the loved ones that might eat it with you. And if you don't have anyone to eat it with, hell, I stayed alone for a long time. And making myself, a really beautiful plate of food was one of the best ways to practice self-love and self-respect. I still do it till this day. I treat myself when I'm alone. I make myself a beautiful plate of food and it's wonderful. And I make this dish and I'll drink a little bit of red wine and oh, it's just gorgeous. Do that. Try a new recipe, print it out, prepare a healthy meal for yourself or your loved ones. Do it together involve the kids. It's such a great activity and it'll make mealtime fun again. One of my favorite things to do is if we bry outside, no devices. We just sit and stare at each other or stare at the sky But we and, and the fire. Oh yeah, the fire. But we don't do devices then. Just chill. Just look at the fire. Just bry. Just catch up. It's so great to make a meal or a new recipe or, or just make food together and relax. And lastly, the one that I want to share with you is just rest. Yes, you might feel guilty. I know I should do, but it really is as simple as doing a digital detox for a couple of hours or for one day and just resting, just doing absolutely nothing, sleeping, just giving your body the time it needs to recover and recuperate. Rest is so underrated. And doing absolutely nothing for the sake of doing nothing 
is one of the most beautiful things we can do for our overall health and well-being. So you can use your digital detox as an excuse to just do nothing. So I'd love to know your thoughts on this topic. I'd love to know what you do when you might be taking a digital detox or how you plan on starting, whether it be two or three hours or maybe weaning yourself into it, maybe taking it just like a Saturday morning without any screens or an entire Sunday or an entire day where you're off to just have no screens around you, not even your phone, not even a quick WhatsApp and just disconnect from that constant stream of people and things and corporations vying for your attention. You deserve it. You are allowed to find stillness. And I'd love to know how you do your digital detox. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave a positive review if this served you in any way, or if there's something that you want to share with me. And then be sure to find us on social at The Lifecraft and share the actionable steps that you're going to take to do your own digital detox. Also check out the article down below in the show notes if you want to go into a little bit more detail of what exactly it is and how you can start doing it. And I hope that you have a beautiful day. You matter. Take care of yourself and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and taking the time to invest in yourself and in your future. If you loved this episode, be sure to share it with us by leaving a positive review or tagging us in a post or in your stories. Share one thing that stood out or inspired you to live your everyday life better. This helps us create more meaningful episodes for you to enjoy. If you're not already following us on social media, be sure to follow at The Lifecraft for more inspiration and tools to help you live your most powerful life. And remember, you always have the power to craft a better life for yourself. And we are here to help you do just that. We'll connect again in the next episode. And until then, keep creating a life that you're excited to wake up to. We enjoy bringing you interviews from experts and everyday people so that they can talk about their experiences and share information, tips, and what has worked for them on their journey towards a better life. However, remember that the opinions or advice of our guests and myself, the host, should not be taken as personal, actionable advice and is given as general information and education only. Please always remember to consult a qualified professional before implementing any medical, financial, legal, or other advice that you believe might work for you. Lifecraft is not responsible nor liable for your decision when implementing anything you hear on the podcast. Please listen and act responsibly. The opinions of our guests do not represent the opinions or views of Lifecraft or Melissa Lane personally and are meant as information and general education only.